0: Today, uh, we, as a parish, celebrate having 40 years of a church. 40 years of a church to gather in to celebrate Mass in. Now, some of you who've been here a long time have told me how you remember the old wooden church and how it reached the stage where it was just too small to be fit for purpose. And others of you have told me how you remember Um, celebrating Mass in the hall before this was built. A place that was big enough, but wasn't worthy enough. It wasn't a church. Well, today we recall that a church was built. A place built to be worthy for the Holy Mass. And so I'd like to take a moment to reflect on why it is that we build churches, why it is that it's important that we have a worthy place to celebrate Mass. Now, in our modern world, in the kind of frantic, hectic, non-stop pace of modern life, it's um, one of the features of modern architects that they build multi-purpose spaces, so in a home there'll be the same area where you will both eat and play, work and uh, watch television, that it's all one space to do it all in. And I'd suggest that I think there's actually something rather dehumanising about that kind of non-stop, hectic lifestyle that's summed up in that, but that certainly it's not appropriate for prayer. That to pray, it's appropriate to have a place set apart to do this. And let me put it to you this way. If you think of archaeologists, when archaeologists go around the world and they dig up old cities, one of the things they always found, wherever they go, is that there are different buildings for different functions. And even within the home, there are different rooms for different purposes. And one of the things archaeologists always look for is the temple, the sacred place, the place that is put apart for worship. That they never ask, will there be a sacred place, but only what kind of sacred place will it be in that particular culture. That it's just a deeply human need that we need to have a place set apart to pray, a place set apart for the sacred, a place set apart for us to meet God. Now we think about scripture in the Jewish religion our Old Testament roots, we read that about that setting apart of a place to worship God being laid out very precisely, that in the Old Testament God told Moses in very exact terms just exactly how he wanted the sacred place to be built, how long it was to be, how wide it was to be, how high the walls were to be, what materials they were to be made out of. And then in the Christian church, in our early history, we read a similar pattern, that even when the early Christians were persecuted under ancient Rome, even when the church was hidden, they already had the practice of setting apart houses where they would be worshipping. And when the church grew larger and became the majority, they built magnificent basilicas, Places put apart for the worship of God. A place that wasn't just a space but that was a suitable place. A dignified place. That the Christian church more than any religion the Christian church is the place where heaven and earth meet. That it's not just in our faith in what we've been given it's not just that the The temple is the place where man is reaching for God. But it's the place where God himself comes down to us. So that on the altar, it's not just that prayers are offered from us to the Almighty, but that the Almighty himself comes down and takes flesh. That the bread that's put there becomes his very self, becomes what he said, his, his body, his blood, that he is here. He takes flesh among us. And to do that, we need a worthy place. We need a church. <clears throat> so the word becomes flesh here on this altar, here in a church. Now as I noted at the start of Mass, we celebrate this on the feast day of the Immaculate Conception, that the builders of this church fittingly chose this feast day of all to dedicate the church. That the Immaculate Conception in that feast, in that doctrine, we celebrate the truth that Our Lady was conceived without sin, And that she lived every moment of her life without sin. And that happened so that she, that her womb, might be a a worthy dwelling place for God to come from heaven to earth and take flesh in Jesus Christ. So our second reading spoke about being chosen from all eternity in the predetermined plan of the Almighty. And this section from Ephesians is chosen with a, a particular mind about how that applies to Our Lady. That she was chosen from all time. That yes, we have been chosen by the Almighty in His plan, but she, in a very unique way, chosen to be the Mother of God, chosen to be physically in a body his dwelling place on earth. And that to do that, our Lord prepared her worthily with grace from her first moment of existence, from her immaculate conception that she was free from sin by the grace, by the preparation of the Lord, prepared to be his dwelling place on earth. And in that we have a beautiful image of why it's important that a church be prepared to be a dwelling place of God in the Mass. So to sum that up, today we celebrate having a church building. That as I said, we need as humans to have a place to pray A place that's set apart from the hustle and bustle of the hectic pace of modern life. But even more than that human need, we as Christians need a place that is worthy for the word to become flesh in the Eucharist. That Our Lady's womb was the worthy, prepared dwelling place for Christ to become flesh 2,000 years ago. And a church is dedicated that it might be a place for the Word to become flesh in the sacraments still today.